Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Father God, we thank you today for who you are. Thank you for being God of our lives. Thank you for being God in our lives, God. We just bless you today for life, health, and strength, for being awesome to us throughout this day. Thank you for keeping our minds stayed on you, God. Thank you for keeping our family safe. We just bless you for, again, just being God. Thank you for this time that you have allowed us to spend with you to study your word and to share your word with our brothers and sisters. We bless you, God. We glorify you. and We give you all the glory and praise. I ask, oh God, that you would open our hearts, that we may receive your word, our ears, that we may hear and give us the attitude to apply your word to our lives. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In your precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah. It's hump day. There you go. <laughs> it is hump day, and I hope that you had an awesome day. I, I did. Good. Are you feeling better? Um, we we both are feeling better. That's awesome. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Praise God. We we're on the mend, kicking a little bit higher today. Thank you. <laughs> higher each day, it gets higher and higher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Um, I am feeling better as well. Thanks God. Thank God. Um, I'm sure it's nothing but my sinuses, but I'm just thankful that I'm feeling better today. Nothing serious. Um, I I am also thankful today because um, uh, Alex uh, had to do his senior um, project, and um, he had to do a presentation. Him and Rosaria had to present um, in front of a board of people, and this determines if they graduate or not. And he got an A. Oh. He got an A, so I am so happy. I'm waiting to hear um, Rosaria's grade, but I'm sure she got an A as well. Mm-hmm. I'm wonderful. Good Praise you. the Lord. Yes. So, <laughs> two more out of the out of the uh what is it the the nest there it goes two more two more out of the nest and then we have a bunch more to go so just thankful to God for that yeah these kids are growing up growing up they they sure are <sighs> so. I am, I, I try to, um, it's 8.34, I, I mean 7.34, excuse me, I try to just talk a little to get, wait for a few more people to get online. Um, I, this, there's this call, this thing called Periscope, and a lot of preachers and ministers and stuff 
they do periscope. Periscope is it's something like this, but it's um, you can see the person's face. It's like a video, and you can okay. see their face. And they would always say, okay, I'm just waiting for a few more people to get on, waiting for a few more. And I'm like, why won't you just go on with the program? But I understand now. wait. <laughs> <laughs> Because you don't want, when something is so good, you don't want to have to repeat it over. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes the Bible study goes a little quick. Um, Sometimes I look down at my notes and stuff, and I am so much further than I had anticipated for that time. So I don't want to get ahead of myself, and then five or six more people get on and then I have to go right back over the same stuff that we um, already went over. But I will say this. I am so um, glad for these studies because not only are am I teaching them, but they are helping me as well. I am first partaker um, of the study, Defeating Temptation, and um, all the other ones that we've been doing. They have really been helping me, and I try my hardest to, um, growing through temptation, I try my hardest to apply, not only teach it, but apply what's being taught to my life. Absolutely, and I can say that for me as well. Yes. That is the best teacher. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to say that I hit the mark all the time, but... It's certainly um, not that I'm I'm not learning it, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. None of us hit the mark all the time. And um, if if somebody gets on the line and says, I I hit it all the time, every time, I will probably hang up on them. (laughs) 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 That means you're perfect. (laughs) Yeah. you are perfect and you're ready. You're ready to meet God. Um, but none of us um, make it, you know, we, we miss it every now and then. And I was saying on the Bible study uh, line on Monday night, I said, but the, the great greatest thing is we can acknowledge when we don't hit it. You know what I'm saying? We can yeah. acknowledge and we can say, I'm sorry. We can say, Lord, forgive me. Yes. Help me to do better the next time. Mm-hmm. I think there are some people that, that don't know how to acknowledge when they're wrong. They don't know how to acknowledge when, you know, maybe it's them. So mm-hmm. this is this is definitely, these lessons have definitely um, been preaching to me. And if I might share uh, the thing that uh, just resonates with me uh, with this particular teaching is how temptation uh, is an opportunity, gives us an opportunity to do good. And I'm like, wow, you know, you think of temptation as being something very negative. Mm-hmm. It gives us an opportunity to do good, and I love that. I really love that. So I'm certainly trying to apply that all the time as much as I can. Absolutely. And then when you don't 
think of it as an adversary all the time. You you mm-hmm. think of it, we should think of it as something that's helping us, there to help yeah. us, there to prove us. You know what I'm saying? And um, I remember when I read that part too, um, I got so excited on the inside because I think it was, it's a taught thing. Um, mm-hmm. You always think that temptation comes because you're, you know, because you're bad or you're doing something right, wrong. Right. Or, and, and it's not. It's here to prove us. Um, when we go, when we, uh, we're in class, six months out of the year or however many months out of the year, at the end of the year or at the end of each semester, there's a test. Yeah. To see what we know. Mm-hmm. It's not a test to make us look stupid or to, you know what I'm saying, to discount us, but it's a test to see what we know. And yeah. what, what what we don't know mm-hmm. is for us to brush up on. We got to do a little more study and we have to do a little more fast and we have to do a little more praying so that mm-hmm. at the end of the next semester, I, I aced it. I don't have to do this one again. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. That's good. That's really, really good. Um, another thing that I really uh, enjoyed out of um, trying to see which lesson that was transformed by trouble um, mm-hmm. is that um, we're being refined. Mm-hmm. We're we're being refined and. At the end of our our refinement, or at the at in the process of our us being refined, somebody should see um, a reflection of Jesus in us. They should be able to see Jesus and all the stuff that we, um, the purifying that we've gone through, the you know the lot uh, the silversmith. When someone asks him, um, when it, how do you know when silver is pure? And he said, when I can see my reflection in it. That's the same mm-hmm. thing with, with us in Christ. Mm-hmm. We're pure in his eyes when he can see his reflection in us. Mm. So these have been some very, very, very um, character-building lessons, if I must say for so myself. Oh, character-building. Amen. Well, good evening, all. <laughs> Good evening. I don't hear anything. We have some more to join in. They're not saying anything right now, but they're definitely there. Okay, good. (laughs) All right. So we're going to finish our lesson on defeating temptation. And for those that just um, uh, logged in or called in, so happy to have you on this evening. We were just reflecting on some of the lessons that we have gone, um, have studied thus far this year. Um, we are just happy to see the growth in ourselves, the growth in each other. You can, um, I may not see you, but just hearing you, um, hearing the testimony. I can I can hear the growth um, just from these Bible studies. So I know that um, what you're being taught in the local church in Faith Chapel, I know that you are growing um, bounds and leaps. 
Yes, really, really growing from the teaching that you're getting. So I am just grateful to God to be an extension um, of that teaching of Bishop White and Faith Chapel. It is awesome. Um, Defeating temptation, we were talking about practicing Four biblical keys to defeating temptation. Do you all remember that? Uh, yes. You you uh, have through two. Yes. And I'm going to go through number one and two quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, number one is to refocus your attention on something else. Refocus your attention on something else. Um, uh, and then we talked about how the Bible says nothing about resisting temptation. It says to resist the devil. And um, we, uh, we are always, or somebody's always trying to say, well, that's the same thing, and it's not. We're, we're taught to refocus our attention. Um, because resisting a, a thought, it doesn't work. And remember we talked about how it just intensifies when you try to fight it. Mm-hmm. Instead of just changing the channel, we try to fight it and fight it and fight it, and it's just getting more and more embedded into our memory, into our, our thought process. Mm-hmm. So if we refocus our attention on something else, then that is one of the uh, best ways to defeat temptation. Number two is reveal your struggle to a godly friend or or a support group. We talked about having an accountable partner. Who who can you um, get to be your accountable partner? Sometimes it it could be a spouse. Um, Sometimes for women it could be another. If you're married, another married um, saved woman. uh, another family member that's filled with the Holy Spirit and walking up right before God, but we've got to find someone that we can, or a group that we can be accountable accountable to, mm-hmm. and we can um, share our struggle. Now, not glorify our struggle. Let's clarify that. We're not glorifying our struggles. We're not um, getting with people with the same struggles and talking about it, you know, um, and being passive about it, but we're getting with stronger saints, amen, um, that can pray for us, pray with us, and help to pray us through to our um, freedom, for the lack of a better expression. So reveal your struggle. Be honest. Be honest. And don't go to somebody that's going to be a yes person because it's not going to work. Amen. You're just you're telling them stuff, and they're going to tell you what they know you want to hear, and that's going to keep you right there in that spot. You will never move forward. You will stay right there or go backwards. All right? Mm-hmm. So now number three. Number three is resist the devil. Resist. Resist the devil. After we have humbled ourselves and submitted to God, we are then told to defy the devil. Mm -hmm. 
the rest of um, James 4 and 7 says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. And so we don't passively resign ourselves to his attacks. We don't give in to his attacks. We don't lay down when, when he's attacking us. You don't lay down. You don't lay down. But we are to fight back. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure somebody said, well, how do you fight back? How do you, fa- how do you fight back? With the word. Right. With the word. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. How, how? You got Romans 8 and 1. You have um, Romans 8 and 15, 8 and 26, 8 and 28 through 39, um, especially um, 37, Romans 37, 38, and 39. We're t- he's telling us what to put on, what to bring. Ephesians 6 and 10 is a part for me. Um, it is a reflection of Romans um of Romans eight and thirty uh eight and twenty eight through thirty nine. Ephesians six and ten through eighteen. Let's just go there real quick. Actually let's go to Romans first. This is how we fight that. You don't be no punk. You don't lay down. Let's go to eight Romans eight and twenty eight. Somebody said, well, how, how are we going to fight back with this scripture? Check it out. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to the per- to his purpose, for whom he did foreknow. He knew I was He knew me. God knew me. Before, before I knew myself, before we were formed in our mother, he knew us. Amen. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate. To be conformed, uh-huh, to his image, to the image of his son, that we might be the first one among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. He called me for this. Mm. He predestinated me for this because he already knew that I would win. Amen. So that means he put inside of me more than he puts on me. Remember we were told that yes, uh, on Monday night? He put more in us than he put on us. So he gave us the power. He's given us, he's given us the scriptures. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who, who can be against us? So when, when the enemy comes up like a flood, mm. when he comes up against us like a flood, what what happens? The Lord lifts up he lifts up a standard. He lifts up a standard. And then if we go all the way down, it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? No, nah, bruh. Shall distress? No, nah, man. Shall persecution? No, or famine. Or nakedness or pearl or sword. None of these things will separate me. Why? Because I'm persuaded that neither death nor life, nor ink, nor uh, angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. Nothing is going to separate me from the love of God. Nothing. Nothing. And then when you go, let's go to Ephesians. Let's go to Ephesians six and ten. Now remember. Those scriptures, I hope you wrote those down. I hope I didn't go too fast. Can you repeat? 
this the, the one you just said? If you read the whole eighth chapter of Romans, mm-hmm. but especially the twenty eighth through the uh, thirty ninth, twenty eighth through thirty nine. Okay. And then we get to Ephesians six and ten through eighteen. Again, we're we're talking about how we fight back when the enemy is bugging. How do we fight back? Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He's telling us right there, be strong. Be strong. Don't be strong in your own might, though, because you, 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 you will fail. Don't be strong in your own power because we don't have no power unless we, we are with God, unless God is in us. Amen. But put on the whole armor of God. Again, how do we fight that? By putting on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So James 4 said, resist the devil and he will flee. But when we put on the whole armor of God, we'll be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. For the for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Principalities. What are principalities? Um, Anybody? Um Principality is there is the highest authority of satanic power, the highest order of satanic power. Never knew that. And the Greek word for principalities is archi or arc means chief or top line. Principalities. And then what's the next one? After principalities? Powers. Against powers. Woo. Oh, my. Against powers, against authority. And the Greek word for powers is exousia. Hmm. Exousia, powers, authority. And what's the next one? Rulers of darkness. Who of this world? Hmm. Rulers. The rulers, anything that holds us back, anything that holds back the people of God, it holds back your finances. It holds back um, you going forward in, in, in God and in ministry. It holds, holds back even your thoughts, trying to uh, get your mind together. This is, these are rulers of darkness, mm-hmm. rulers of, of darkness. And I would try to say the uh, the Greek word for for rulers, but um, <laughs> cosmocrator. <laughs> cosmocrator. K o s m o k r a t o r. These are things that uh, come up against us. That was rulers of the darkness of this world. And then what's the last one? Spiritual wickedness. Spiritual wickedness. Now that's a combination of principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness. Spirit. Oh, my goodness. Spiritual wickedness. 
demonic spiritual states. Yes, demonic forces. It may pair um unclean spirits, pornography, fornication, lust. All these things. Spiritual wickedness is the outcome of invisible, unclean spirits called fantasy. Mm. This is this is how we fight back. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. This is what the word of God is saying. Yes. So nobody can really come and say, I, you know, the devil, he had my mind and he just keep bothering me. You ain't doing something. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is get the word. And give it back. Throw the word at him. Throw the word at Satan. For everything he tries to pull, there is a scripture. Amen. If you don't know but one or two scriptures, you better keep quoting that scripture. But if you don't read the word, how will you know the word? What are you going to have to fight with? You won't. You won't. So you will be defeated every single time. You ever talk to somebody that's always defeated? Yes. She's just always defeated. Negative, yes. Just negative. That's, that's who they are. Negative Nancy and negative Ned. <laughs> just always defeated. Every time you, you, you talk, you're talking to them and you, I just don't know. And then you're trying to encourage them. You try to encourage them, and you're trying to you give a scripture to them, and yeah, I know, but um, but um, my mother went through it too, and and you like, but you don't have to go through it because God is able. I know, but her mother went through. By then, it's like, all right, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be down. You want to be Debbie Downer. <laughs> You, 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 the more that you try to encourage them, the more defeat, defeated they are, and they just talk defeat. And so then that person, to me, they're saying, I've been here so long, this is all I know. Hmm. But it doesn't matter how long you've been in a situation, God is still able to deliver you. you got to believe it. Amen. You to know it, you've got to stand on it, no matter how the enemy pushes you, no matter how he try to punk you, you've got to turn around, stand, don't argue with him, no. don't, don't argue with him, but stand on the word of God, how do I stand on the word of God, by by telling, preaching to myself, and by tell, uh, quoting the scriptures to my enemy, yes. which is Satan, and Anybody want to say something? I just felt like I just preached the whole message right there. <laughs> no? Oh. All right. The New Testament often describes the Christian life as a spiritual battle against evil forces. And uh, the Bible uses war terms such as fight, spiritual ba- um, conquer, strive, and overcome. 
Christians are often compared to soldiers serving in, in, in enemy territory. Christians are often compared to soldiers ser- serving in enemy territory. It feels like that sometimes. It feels like that sometimes in this walk with God. It feels like sometimes we we are on a battlefield, and we've got to stay suited, stay suited up. I heard somebody saying that recently. We've got to stay suited up. Amen. Mm-hmm. You, you can't your you can't put your um your helmet down on the ground not for a minute. You can't take off your shield. Um, put your shield down. You can't take off your breastplate. You can't take this stuff down. You can't take it off. Absolutely. Because sometimes the enemy comes, and what he does is he will check your file. Mm. He will check your file. He 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 knows who you were. Mm-hmm. Amen. Before Christ, he remembers, honey. So what he does is he goes into your file and he tries to pull up some stuff. Oh, yes. To use against you and to entice you with and to tempt you with. And that's why you've got to stay suited, stay suited, so that whatever he throws, it's a boomerang. It's a boomerang effect. It hits him right back. Mm. It hits him right back. He he uh, trembles when we quote scriptures back to him. He he tr- especially when we believe in those scriptures that we're quoting. Amen. Now some people will just quote them just to quote, and he know them. He know the scriptures, but when there's belief hmm. behind the scriptures that you are quoting, he trembles. <laughs> he trembles, hmm. and he flees. Mm-hmm. He flees. How can we we resist the devil? Paul tells us to put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, Ephesians 6 and 17. Mm-hmm. The first step is to accept God's salvation. You won't be able to say no to the devil unless you said yes to Christ. Now, that's good right there. I love you. Press off the press, huh? <laughs> Fresh out the press. You you will not be able to resist or say no to Satan if you have not yet said yes to God. Mm. Without Christ, we are defenseless against the devil. But with the helmet of salvation, our minds are protected by God. Remember, if you are a believer, if you are a believer, Satan cannot force you to do anything. He can only suggest. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Second, we're talking about how to resist the devil. You must use the word of God as your weapon against Satan. And when you are quoting scriptures, you we got to be bold about that thing. We've got to be bold 
and we can't sound like weaklings. And quote the scriptures, oh, oh, God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And I, and I can just hear the devil just mocking us as we say, God is in there. He's like, God is not giving you sound crazy. <laughs> but if we quote it like you believe it, he has not given me the spirit of fear, but he's given me power, love, and a, and a sound mind. I have a sound mind today. Boy, the devil has to take off and run the other way. I shall live, I shall not die. My body is healed. My mind is healed. Mm-hmm. I am delivered. Mm-hmm. I am the chosen of God. Who are you? Yes, we have to know who we are. Without Christ, we are defenseless against the devil, but with uh, the helmet of salvation, our minds are protected by God. Satan can't force us to do nothing. He can only suggest. Next, you must use the word of God as your weapon against Satan. Jesus modeled this when he was tempted in the wilderness. Every time Satan suggested a temptation, Jesus countered by quoting scriptures. I love that. He didn't argue with Satan. He He didn't tell Satan, well, I'm not hungry. When tempted to use his power to meet a personal need, he he didn't give in. But he simply quoted scripture from memory, and we must do the same thing because there is power in God's word, and Satan fears it. (laughs) He fears it. So don't ever try to argue with the devil because he's better at arguing than, than we are. And some of us can go... Toe-to-toe with somebody, boy. We can argue all day. But don't try to argue with Satan. Don't. Mm-hmm. He's had many, many, many years. He had. He's had thousands of years to practice. Amen. We, we, we just got here last week. Amen. <laughs> and you can't, you can't bluff Satan with logic or your opinion. But the only thing that we can use to make him tremble is the truth of God, which is his word. Amen. And this is why memorizing scripture is absolutely essential to defeating temptation. You have quick access to it whenever you're tempted. Like Jesus, Jesus, you, you have the truth. We have the truth stored in our heart. Like Jesus, when he, when he was tempted, the truth was stored in his heart because he is the truth. Mm-hmm. But we have to be ready to remember it. We have to know it. If you don't have any Bible verses memorized, you've got no bullets for your gun. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So we should challenge ourselves to memorize one verse a week for the rest of our life. I know some of us know way more than that, but if there are any new uh, beginners on the phone, don't get overwhelmed trying to uh, remember, uh, memorize the whole Bible in one week. But 
at least for the for the rest of your life, at least one. Mm-hmm. One a week. Not for not one for the whole entire life lifespan, but one a week for the rest of your life. And imagine, just imagine how much stronger you'll be. My God, thank you, Lord. Oh my! Before we go to four, anybody want to say anything? Yeah. In addition to that, Audrey, you there? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, you talk about. <clears throat> The weapons are the soldier in the army. The soldier that's in the army, when he's in battle, he's never without his weapon. Mm-mm. Don't dare put his weapon down. So you may have a weapon, but the soldier got to be sure he has bullets in his gun. Mm-hmm. So that's right back to what you just got through saying. The Word of God said for us, Second Timothy 2.15 says, study. Mm-hmm. Show yourself approval under God. So some people don't study until they come to Bible class. Mm. Then they then they want to run reference and look through scriptures while you're teaching. But take <laughs> some time and turn your TV off, close your phone down, and mm-hmm. get up by yourself and load your gun up with ammunition with the word. Wow! 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 So when you stand in the face of your adversary. And I like to re- <clears throat> kind of make you look back, reflect. Remember before you got saved, how you used to stand up to these guys who used to bully you? Mm-hmm. There come a time in your life when you have to tell the devil, uh-uh, enough is enough, man. I'm not going with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going. If if you was a troublemaker out in the world and God saved you, you know he turned Paul's life around. Paul was a persecutor, right? Yes, sir. All right, look at what God did after he changed him. He didn't take that zeal away from it. He put it in a positive way. Yes, so you think about it. What you were like before you got saved, man? You was a hardcore sinner. Mm-hmm. Now be a hardcore fighter for Jesus. Amen. Hold your head up. Keep your keep your gun in your hand. The word hidden in your heart, and go ahead and fight. Cause you gotta know then. That we are winners and not losers. Amen. Yes, Lord, this is good tonight. Keep on, girl. Amen. <laughs> we we are, um, Bishop, as he was talking, I just thought about people that I know that that are legal gun carriers, and nobody that I know carries an empty gun. You better not, because you never know when something is going to happen, and there is no point in you. Having a gun, taking your gun out while somebody is mugging you or robbing you, taking your gun out, but there are no bullets in it. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with us as saints of God. We we carry our word, but our word should be in our hearts. Wow. Our word should be, what if I can't open my, I don't have time to open my Bible. When the enemy comes up against me, I don't have time to find the script. It should already be embedded in my heart, ready to go off at any time. Mm. And when we shoot, we've got to shoot to kill. We can't shoot to hurt or harm. We've got to shoot spiritually to kill the enemy, to kill temptation, 
to kill um, anything that, that's not like God in our lives, these um, uh, spiritual wickedness and, and principalities, we've got to aim to kill. So we've got to stay spiritually loaded, right? Yes. We've got to stay loaded. We've got to stay loaded. You didn't want nobody put, pushing you around back in the day? Don't let Satan push you around. Don't let him push you around. Don't let him oh, come to nothing. Oh, Don't let him do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we are, Bishop, you want to say something else? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <wait>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining I'm just right here listening at you. And there's a whole lot of saints with their thumb in their mouth and complaining all the time. And mm. nothing cry babies. Won't stand up and defend, let the word of God give them the strength and the courage they need. Always looking for an easy way out. Mm. Listen, you can never build muscles with the same light weight. Mm-mm. You're going to build muscles, you got to have a little bit more weights on the iron. Am I making sense out there? Yes, sir. That's the inside that you, come, that you go through. They don't come to destroy you. Mm-hmm. Make it. Wow. Yes, Lord. When you understand that, you find yourself thanking God. You be like that scripture, and all things give thanks unto the Lord. But when you don't understand that, you complain about everything. Yes. Behind wow. God, and that's where the enemy defeats you when he hears you complaining. Yes. Know that he got you on his list. Mm. You're on his hit list. Mm. <laughs> Turn yeah. those complaining into praises. Amen. Go ahead. Yes. yes. Go ahead. Mm. <laughs> Anybody else? No. No? All right. We all, well, we're doing good. We are doing very, very well. Number four, this is the fourth, biblical, the fourth and final biblical, uh, biblical key to defeating temptation. Realize your vulnerability. Realize your vulnerability. Your vulnerability. God warns us to never get cocky and overconfident. Mm-hmm. That is the recipe for disaster. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Jeremiah, in uh, Jeremiah 17 and 9, he says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. That means we are good at fooling ourselves. Mm. Given the right circumstances, any of us are capable of any sin. Surely, ma'am. So we must never let down our guard and think we're beyond temptation. Now, that's a fact. That is a fact. Don't carelessly place yourself in tempting situations. Avoid them. Remember that it is easier to stay out of temptation than to get out of it. Mm. It's easier to stay out than to get out. It's easier to stay out. So don't even put yourself in a situation that Mm -hmm. will cause you to be tempted because it's harder to get out. Mm-hmm. 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 The Bible says, don't be so naive and self-confident. Mm. 
You're not exempt. You can fall flat on your face as easily as anyone else. Mm-hmm. Forget about self-confidence because it's useless. And cultivate God confidence. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cultivate God confidence. There is always a way out, everybody. The Bible says it uh, in First in Corinthians. He will make a way for our escape. Mm-hmm. But if you put yourself in it, you're going to have to fight your way out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're going to have to fight your way out of it. So let's not put ourselves in it. Amen. Let's, not, let's find ourselves being more prayerful than ever. Because especially now, the enemy desires... I mean, it's always been, but he's even more uh, wicked, and, and he desires to have us. Mm-hmm. He desires to have us. Another thing is spiritual warfare. What What is spiritual warfare? When you compound the study of spirit and flesh together, spiritual warfare. We've got to be strong in the Lord. The Bible, Bible says be strong in the Lord and in the power of what? Your might. Of his might. And then it goes on again. It's put on the whole armor. The whole armor. Don't forget anything in your um, artillery. Don't forget anything. Don't forget your, your, um, your, your helmet, your breastplate, your shield. Um, what else is there? Your um, the sh- what's that shod? Your, yes, shod with preparation of what? Of peace, gospel of peace. The gospel of peace. We've got to be prepared yeah. in all things, everything, all the time. We've got to be ready. Somebody was talking to. I think I used this on Monday. When somebody was saying that, you know, they they were uh, sleeping in a like a they started to have a bad dream, and they started to pray, and they said, I felt like God was saying that I should pray all the time, mm-hmm. and I said, the, the word of God says pray without pray without ceasing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even in your in your sleep in your subconscious, there you should still be praying. Amen. Because the enemy comes. At unsuspecting times. Mm-hmm. You ever had a dream, a bad nightmare? We have to know the difference between a dream and a nightmare because dreams are not bad. Nightmares are bad. Yeah. <laughs> but you ever had a, a nightmare um, and you know it's the enemy that's attacking you in your sleep? Yes. And you are, it's almost like having an outer body experience. Yes. And you try to wake yourself up. And you can't, mm-hmm. and you get hot, and you can't move. Yeah. Your mind, your subconscious should be, there should be a prayer going on where you're pleading the blood. You are so aware of, of God that you're pleading the blood in your spirit, even when your mouth won't move. Amen. Amen. That's what it means to keep our minds 
stayed on him. To keep our minds stayed on Jesus. We've got to keep our minds. The song said, woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Go to sleep with your mind stayed on Jesus. Because the enemy comes. He comes in in our dreams. He comes and he tries to overtake us, discourage us. So we've got to always be girded. Thank you, Lord. Have our loins girded. We we've got to always carry carry our pistol. I remember growing up. I, I forgot what minister used to say. They used to carry a a thirty eight. <laughs> but now they carry X two and thirty eight. That's all right. After I got older, when I was younger, I didn't understand it. I was like, oh okay, but oh. But, you know, if you are used to carrying a physical gun, carry and load your spiritual gun and keep it loaded. Amen. Keep it there. Stay aware. Stay on point. Stay on your toes. Stay prayed up. Because you never know what the enemy is going to come with next. Amen. Amen. And that is the end of our, it's early, but it's the end of our study. Amen. I, this is something I would like you to consider, a question that I would like you to consider, though. Mm-hmm. Who could I ask to be a spiritual partner to help me defeat a persistent temptation by praying with me? I, it, say it again. Remember when I said that we have to be accountable? We should be accountable? Yes. So you should ask yourself, who could I ask? If If this is you, if this is your situation... Who could I ask to be a spiritual partner to help me defeat? That means pray with me, encourage me, give me the word of God to defeat, help me defeat a persistent temptation. Whatever temptations that you are constantly battling with. One of the um, four keys to overcoming this is by um, revealing your struggle to a godly friend or support group. Mm-hmm. Four biblical keys to defeating temptation. One, refocus your attention on something else. Two, reveal your struggle to a godly friend or support group. Three, resist the devil. And four, realize your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And this is how we will defeat temptation. Because greater is he that is within me and you than he that's in the world. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Would anyone like to say anything before we pray and exit from this Bible study? I'm enjoying it. Very good Bible study. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm still at work. I wish I would have got on earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you took the time to, even while you're still at work, to listen to get as much as you could, uh, as much as you could on Monday. We I am be, too. On Monday, we will be starting a new study, and um, I am excited about this one as well. 
We are growing, 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 growing from faith to faith. Amen. 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 Before we go, I just would like to, I know it's mainly New York on the line tonight, um, but just to uh, do a quick announcement about our um, first annual women's conference that will take place next month, March 3rd, um, 2nd and 3rd, I'm sorry. Um, And our elect ladies will be coming all the way to Georgia to be our conference speaker. And I am so excited, so excited about it, so excited. Um, We are really looking to have an awesome, awesome time um, in God. And we are inviting other women, men as well, not just the women, but we're inviting other women um, in neighboring little cities around here in Georgia, little towns. And um, at our services start at 7 o'clock each night, but at from 6 to 6.45, um, I uh, felt led to have um, willing women. And I know Amen. that's of something in New York, but willing women prayer from 6 to 6.45, where we are just before God, before the Spirit that evening. Um, there is no need in having a conference when God is not there. There's no need Amen. in um, you all getting on the plane and flying all the way down here if we're not going to um, lift Jesus up. Thank you, Jesus. So um, we are not, it's a small, uh, small congregation right now, but we're not looking at that. We are, this is for any and everyone to come, universal worship, and we just want to bless God these two days, and we are looking for an outcome afterwards Uh that God has taken us from where we are right now or where we are before that day, he's taken us higher. He's taken us past where we thought um, we could ever be. So we just bless God um, for that time. We want to keep our lady in prayer um, that God will continue to keep her body in, in good health so nothing will try to come up against her um, and that she would just boldly bring the word of God because she, she got it in her already. Amen. And y'all know how she get when she, I told y'all she tried to, you really, you want me? Well, why me? Well, oh. <laughs> I said, hey, 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 don't try it. You're not getting out of it. <laughs> no. And then, and then I like to um, throw it back at her. Well, didn't you just tell me that you told the Lord whatever he asked, whatever he wants you to do? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I am excited that the women are coming. So bring your flat shoes and um let's give God some glory and just be free in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Okay. And uh one more, I'm sorry. Register for the convention. Register for the convention. The convention is in August, August 2017. 
Let's register, register, register. Let's be ready. Have our stuff together. I just brought up the, um, an analogy when, excuse me, these different people, our Brian Keith Williams and um, Paula White and Juanita Bynum and T.D. Jakes, when they're having their conferences, people <laughs> are registering. A whole year. I was just about to say, they're looking online a whole year in advance. They're saving up their money yep. so that they could, and they use that vacation time, their vacation time from work to go to the uh, Woman Thou Art Loose conference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they want to be there the whole time. Mm-hmm. We serve the same God. Man. Amen. So we, this is our own. This is for them. Amen. So we should be the ones pushing it if nobody else does. We should be the mm-hmm. ones that, that, that's carrying it and that's um, helping to do what we need to do to get it going. So let's let's do that. Let's um, um, do what we have to do. Amen. 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 I'm, I'm Amen. For tonight, but y'all know how I feel about announcements. I'm done. Do you do you have it on Facebook too? No, we have not put it on Facebook. I haven't put it on my page. I'm not sure if Apostle. Tell everybody that knows about this Facebook. Put it on their page. Get it out there. Amen. Amen. I will talk to tonight. Um, put it on your page. I know, and I'll say this because you all know her, um, Sister Liz White. Liz says she's coming. She says she's saving her vacation time. Amen. So that she can come to the convention. That's yes. what we want to hear. Amen. Yes. That's what we want to hear. Let's get people coming. They don't have to be a member of our church. They don't. Amen. But just encourage them to come. Encourage them. Tell them, you know what? We have our convention in Georgia. I know when we were growing up, when we were a part of the PAW, we used to invite people to, to the councils and unity meetings and conferences. Sure we did. Yes, we did. And if they said they didn't have money, I know my parents have helped other kids come with us to the convention. We all stayed in the same room. So let's Invite people to come to the convention. Invite them to come. We will make room for them. Amen. We'll make room. Amen. 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 Let's let's do our part. I'm not I'm not ashamed of my church. Me either. I'm not ashamed. Amen. So let's invite people. Let's invite them. Those that that's in our church. Let's encourage them to be a part. Stop being so segregated. Oh, Lord. Mm, mm. Invite them to be a part. Even negative Nancy and negative Ned. Sure, invite them. Come, come on. Maybe you'll get delivered from being so negative. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. But let's invite them. Those that don't come, let's do Let's do this. Because people are quick to say, well, I haven't been in church and nobody called me. Call them. That's right. Call them so they won't have no excuse and no lie. Call them. Uh, the convention is coming up. I just want to let you know because I haven't seen you in church. Amen. And we're doing early reserva- uh, uh, early registering. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Oh, that's enough of that. Really? So, <laughs> yeah, yes, it, it's enough there. <laughs> Want your product to go forth, you got to promote it, ma'am. You are right. And I have been trying to do that on the, uh, after the Bible study. Amen. But I, it's enough for tonight. I got all these ears open with these uh, faith, faith page and all of this kind of page stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You can tell he's not a, a booker. But it's, okay. it's a whole book, not just a page. <laughs> it's a whole book. <laughs> Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray. (laughs) Father God, we bless your name. You are so awesome. You are amazing. And we love you. Thank you for your word. Thank you, God, for um, those that have called in on the line tonight. We just bless you for them. Thank you, Father, for healing. Um, Thank you, Lord. Speaking in Sister Williams' body, thank you for um, a good report. Thank you for healing Sister Monique's body. We thank you so thank much, you. God, for being mm-hmm. so um, faithful to us, God. Even when we're not faithful, you remain faithful. And we bless yes. you tonight for that. God, we ask that you would help us to apply your word to our lives, God. Thank Don't let anything that went forth tonight fall on deaf ears, but let us apply it. Let us live it, God. Let us live it. Let us live it, Jesus, please, God. Let us be examples to those around us. Let us be examples to the world. Let us be examples to those who don't know you, God. Let them know you through us. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Father. Thank you for our bishop. Thank you for our elect lady. God, thank you for our apostle, Father. We bless you for them. We lift them up to you, Father, for them, your servants. And we thank you for using them. We thank you for um, giving them life, adding life to them and uh, good health, for making their way prosperous. Whatever they touch, God, we thank you, Father, for it shall be prosperous. We bless your name. We thank you for favor, O God, upon our lives. We thank you for favor upon Fazam. We thank you for favor Upon Faith Chapel in Zenith. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we just bless your name. God, you are with us and we know it. Lord, thank you. We say thank you tonight. We give you all the glory and all the praise belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You are, we are, our our fellow keeper. Yeah, you ought to nudge somebody and tell them to hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Amen. (laughs) Change is coming. And until Monday, all have an awesome weekend, a blessed weekend. And remember, God's character is everything, and it will carry you a long way. Amen. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.